0: Well, hello there. Welcome to Lifelong Podcast. I am your host Heidi Kumjan, and I appreciate you taking time out of your day to tune in to the Lifelong Podcast. This show, if you're new around here, it's a show all about non-toxic living and longevity. So I'm really on a mission to make non-toxic living easy and accessible for all, because sometimes it can feel very overwhelming, and it can feel Expensive or impossible to do because, quote unquote, everything is a chemical. But I am here to bust those myths and make non toxic living easy and accessible for literally everyone through podcast episodes. And today I have the great privilege of speaking with Indie Lee of Indie Lee Skincare, aka the Mecca of clean and non toxic beauty. And I could not be more honored truly to sit down with Indy and interview her because like I said she has started and has been leading the clean skincare movement since she was diagnosed with cancer back in the day and realized that environmental toxins were part to blame. So this is a really special episode to me because Indy has this beautiful energy and she was just so easy to talk to and she's so inspiring to listen to. So I hope that you leave this episode feeling refreshed and motivated and all in all just super good because like I said Indie Lee is just amazing. So please join me in welcoming Indie Lee to the show. Hi, Indy. What an honor it is to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pretty excited about this. Talking, these
1: are all my favorites.
0: Yeah, non-toxic skincare is one of my favorite subjects, just being someone who went through a lot of health issues and had to shift to a non-toxic lifestyle. One of those health issues was acne, albeit a a minor issue compared to some of the other things I was going through. You
1: know what? I don't know if I would call it minor because it really can impact your your sense of self and self-confidence, which then carries over to different areas of your life. So I completely understand. It's a shame that we are where we are in the world where Everything is self generated but I do understand that even though it seems minor, it can be pretty major for people.
0: Well, I appreciate that because, yeah, it was definitely hard dealing with very severe acne at one point, and I tried so many different products. I honestly liked maybe similar to your story, which I do want you to jump into here in a second, but... I liked making a lot of DIY products and things from nature, from plants that were very pure. I knew all of the ingredients that were going to touch my skin. And Indie Lee was one of the first face wash brands that I found that worked for my skin. And I started sending it as gifts to family members. My mom is still using it to this day, which is really funny and cute. It does, too. And my mother turned <clears throat> 77 yesterday. And oh, my gosh. Happy birthday.
1: Oh, thanks. She uses the same face wash that my 20-year-old uses, which is the same that I use at 51. So yeah. I love that it doesn't, it basically spans cross-generational. And it's something that you talk and connect with because having those conversations about taking care of one's skin, or which is, by extension, yourself and taking time is important. It's important to have those conversations at every age.
0: Yeah. And how perfect that the products work for different ages. It's not marketed, oh, this is just for elderly skin or just for preteens or whatever. It's the versatility. But your story is a fascinating one. It's Very inspiring. I've listened to you on on various podcasts, obviously been a fan, read your story on the website, but I would love for you to share your story with the audience.
1: My goodness, my story, or I should say, how I ended up starting a skincare line is not linear. It wasn't that I was started in the beauty industry, then decided I wanted to create my own line or anything like that. I'm actually a public-private CPA, I worked for HBO, managed the international finance division that got very involved with the farm to table movement. And outside my window over there is a very large greenhouse, 750 square feet that I was using to grow edible flowers, microgreens, vegetables, herbs, etc. And I was actually bringing those to the likes of Whole Foods and various different markets and restaurants in the area. And in 2008, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. (laughs) Say that one five times fast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I could no longer work in the greenhouse and in the back farm. It was just too much on my joints, and we really needed to get the flares under control. So I was like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do with all these ingredients that I was growing? And my sister tells me she's pregnant. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to use the ingredients to create products that my sister can use on my soon-to-be-born nephew because I didn't want anything potentially harmful to go on his newborn bum. And everybody said, oh my God, Indy, these are the best products. This is what you need to do. You need to create a line of baby products. And this is 2008. I'm like, give me a break. Nobody is into that. That is not a business, no. And then the universe decided to send me a bigger sign because I truly believe the universe is really guiding you if you allow it and you listen. So I noticed that I was losing vision out of my left eye and I immediately went to go speak to my internist because I knew something was up. And he immediately sent me for an MRI. He said, last time you were in here, you had joint pain, you had rheumatoid arthritis. Previous to that, you had a stomach ache, it turned out to be pancreatitis. You do not complain, go right for an MRI. And 45 minutes after walking out of the MRI machine, he called and said, can you please come in? And I would say, no, you need to tell me what it is. Because I was someone who's going to go to Google and try to self-diagnose or WebMD. And I said, I have the keys in my hand. I will get right in the car, but you need to tell me what it is before I start trying to self-diagnose. And he said, you have a brain tumor. And I'm like, I'll see you in 15 minutes. That was the Mm. most powerful day of my life. I always say having my children was the highlight, absolutely highlights of my life. But the most Mm -hmm. powerful day was getting that diagnosis. And I got into the car, it was November 4th, 2008. It was one of those beautiful fall days here in New York. And as I'm driving, I realized up until that point, I'd spent 37 years as a passenger in my life and not an active participant. I was so busy checking off boxes of what I thought I needed to accomplish. I'd forgotten the Mm -hmm. meaning of living life to the fullest. And I said, I know this is happening for a reason. My job is to let it unfold and allow it to happen. But I also knew something powerful would come out of it. And I also at that moment decided that the rest of my life, I was going to spend practicing what we affectionately call the three Ps, which is being present, living with passion and on purpose. And I can tell you 14 plus years later, Every day I live with those three mantras. And so when I got to the doctor's office, he said, we don't know what this is. It doesn't look like cancer, and it wasn't, but you need to go see some specialists. So off I went up and down the East Coast to various doctors, NIH, Duke, Sloan Kettering, Johns Hopkins, and they would say, we really don't know what this is. Again, it doesn't look like cancer but you could have as little as six months. You need to get Mm. your affairs in order and spend as much time as you can with your kids who are eight and five at the time. And I would literally say, no, that's not what's gonna happen. That's not my path. I don't know why, Mm. I just knew it wasn't. And finally, in between the first two specialists, I went to speak to my neuroendocrinologist and I asked how this is happening. Nobody in my family has anything like this. And he said, we're finding more and more of these things being tied to the environment. I'm like, doc, I eat organic out of my greenhouse. What are you talking about? I built the greenhouse, I'm in great shape. And he said, yes, that's all part of the environment. He said, so is what you're breathing, the, what you surround yourself with. He said, let me ask you a simple question. What are you putting on your skin? It's one of your largest organs. What did your mother put on her skin when you, she was pregnant with you? We're you noticing babies are being born with a toxic load. And it was in that moment that the light bulb went off or we call it my awakening. And I knew that laws weren't substantially changed since 1938 at that point, And that you really need to be your own advocate and watchdog, but I didn't put it all together. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like, that's the purpose. That's what I need to do. I need to create a line that is safe, that is effective, that looks beautiful on a shelf. Normally I'd have products, and not be able to say beautiful on a shelf, but I'm moving so there's <laughs> nothing behind me. But more importantly I knew my job was to educate and empower. I wanted to really provide options and information so others can go and live the healthiest version of their life, whatever that looks like. Hedy, you've heard me speak before and you know I'm an 80-20 person, I'm 80% clean, 20% I'm gonna have the devil's food cake. (laughs) But That wasn't what I was doing. It wasn't about passing judgment on how people live. It was about providing information so they can make empowered decisions. And off I went, I sold all my jewelry, I emptied my 401k and I started the line. And I was looking for a doctor who would give me a different diagnosis and prognosis. I was very fortunate, I found a doctor out of NYU who was willing to do surgery. I said, fantastic, let's go. And he said, we have less than a 50% chance of waking up, and I said, that's fine. I'm dying, let's go. And he said, we're gonna do surgery on April 22nd, which is Earth Day. So I figured if there's ever a sign of what a good day to wake up to the rest of your life, Earth Day was probably the best day. And yeah, I walked oh into, gosh. I know, it was crazy. And I walked on to, into the surgical suite, and I said, today's a great day to live. Put on some kick, tush music, and let's mm. go. And when I went to sleep, I couldn't see from about half of my eye all the way to the left. And when I woke up many hours later, I opened my eyes. I was able to see out of both my eyes completely. And my first words were, oh my God, I can see. And the doctor said, yes, you're awake. And I said, that's a great sign, but I couldn't see (laughs) out of my eye. And she said, I'm going to get the doctor. And in walked the entire surgical team. And that's when my doctor took my hand and said, we got everything. Welcome to the rest of your life and I haven't Gosh. stopped. This is my life's purpose. It is to create products, and it is to educate and inspire. I always say, whether you buy any of my products or not, if my story inspires you to realize sometimes the life is going to throw you lemons, but you absolutely have the opportunity to create Limoncello, then I live for mm. a reason. And mm. here we are. The products are found in over 22 countries and over 2,000 stores globally. And I get to have conversations with you about my journey and what it means to live life differently.
0: Oh my gosh. First of all, I have chills up and down my body. And this isn't my first time hearing your story, but it's just that moving that I can hear your story X number of times and be moved by it every single time. And I thank you for sharing your story. I thank you for creating a brand with purpose. And I have so many follow-up thoughts and (laughs) questions and all the things, being present, having passion and purpose. What an amazing mantra. I jotted that down because we all go through things in life and it's about sometimes it boils down to just having that good mindset about it and you being able to walk into surgery that day not knowing what was going to happen 50 50 chance you had the mindset and a positive outlook that today is a great day and look at your life now incredible absolutely incredible and I am so proud to support a brand like Indie Lee that has so much purpose behind it. And it's not just marketing. It's not greenwashing. It's not anything sleazy like a lot of brands do. It's actually the complete opposite of that.
1: Thank you so much. I love what I do. And I love that I can spend my day having these conversations. I know I'm blessed, but I also know... I took an active part in my life to make this Mm -hmm. happen. And it's taken me Mm -hmm. a very long time to be able to say that, but I did this, which is pretty cool. Yeah. None of this would be possible if I didn't have the incredible support of this amazing team that I also, at this point, call my family, the family I chose, as I like to say. But (laughs) I'm proud of what this brand has accomplished. I'm proud of what Consumers say that us as a brand and at, for me as a founder, and um, yeah, it's an honor.
0: I want to go into the environment aspect of things. First of all, you were so lucky to have come across a doctor that even knew about environment. I know. How did I, that come into play? I
1: think that, again, there was little st- I don't know, call it divine intervention. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, because at that point, you have to realize that was 2008, 2009. Doctors weren't having these conversations. But you know what? He was known to be a little bit controversial. Mm-hmm. I believe he's retired by now. But came highly recommended. And I just, I look at it, and I go, this happened for a
0: reason. Yeah. It's just one of those things where yeah, the universe perfectly, uh, Ritz, yeah. you said divine, divinely, intervenes and that's incredible because even to this day in 2023 I would say the majority of doctors don't know much about. Even
1: when we talk about gut health it's become somewhat of an interesting conversation and you really have to feel your way through it but I also believe that if you have these conversations with your doctors and the beginning you start to realize is this the doctor for you Mm -hmm. and for me, it was not that I was just going holistic approach or anything like this, mm-hmm. That, but it was knowing that absolutely the environment plays a role in it. Absolutely. You can't ignore that. Take a look at what happened to those who un- were so brave and were down at nine eleven, down at the trade at the towers and doing the cleanup and what they're wrestling now. Mm-hmm. My father, who is a Vietnam vet and what he's dealing with health issues from being part of the Vietnam War from Agent Mm -hmm. Orange. So, you know, I think we have to realize that it's not just one thing or another and that your environment needs to, you need to take a look at it and a 360 Mm -hmm. approach. And then also energetically, let's face it, we talk about stress and the impact that can have on you. The people who you work with or surround yourself can have an impact on your stress level, which can impact your health as well. So. I think it's time for a change, and I think what it is, it comes down to is finding doctors who will listen and share that same kind of feeling or philosophy as you. But Mm -hmm. walking into that doctor's office, I had no idea. He just came highly recommended.
0: Wow. Wow. It just really just happened. But you mentioned the 360 approach to environment, and I want to just chime into that as well because I think... The traditional view of environment is, oh, maybe it, I guess I don't even know. It it would be so individualized, but my, I think, view of it before I was into this holistic, non-toxic lifestyle, I probably thought that environment was maybe the food I ate, maybe the air quality, Mm -hmm. but I don't even think... I would have had that knowledge. It just almost is like a term that's thrown around, but you don't realize how deep it is and how many things can lie underneath that. Like you said, even stress and relationships, toxic relationships, trauma, the air quality, the are your sheets, your bed, your mattress. Absolutely. There are so many different things. And I, I do understand that this can be overwhelming for people and my podcast is all about making non-toxic living easy and accessible for all. So I do like to meet people where they're at, but the skin, I think now let's dive into the skin because the skin is the largest organ and it's absolutely wild to me that there is such a lack of knowledge there. Thankfully it's growing with the clean movement and even just the holistic lifestyle becoming more and more popular because more and more people are getting sick, unfortunately. So when people hear the phrase, your skin is the largest organ, in your opinion, to share with the audience, how important is it? Is it just a phrase or really how important is the skin for your optimal health and wellness? Let's think about it this way, right? So your skin is a barrier to your organs, et cetera.
1: So obviously you need to think about everything you come in contact with, but I'll flip it. When people say, does it really matter? Will it actually impact you? How many people use Nicoderm patches for trying to have, for smoking cessation mm-hmm. or wear patches for birth control or hormone replacement or any of those things So to say that what you're putting on your skin doesn't matter, then you'd have to take a look at how can that be true if we're using transdermal medical patches to address concerns. Have you ever heard of someone use a patch for, you know, for to stop smoking or, you know, for hormone replacement or for, you know, knowing what your blood sugar level, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And that's transdermal. And so I use that as a criteria or a starting point to have the conversation. And once you have that, people are like, oh my God, I didn't even think of it like that. And then right. there, is no, there is no pushback. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying everything you put on your skin is going to be absorbed. Obviously, you have mm-hmm. to look at the molecular size, etc. But we can now have the conversation that yes, things can be absorbed. Yeah. Yes, they can be, impact you and your, the health of your and well-being. And so that's how I, I address that conversation and those concerns when people come to me. And that doesn't really matter.
0: You just go in and drop the mic with that. Yeah. and just say, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, it's it is it's wild. And I think another thing that's not talked about enough is the way that all of these products or chemicals, on average, the average woman puts 165 chemicals on her skin a day. There's not really any studies showing how do all of these different things interact when they're mixed or being used in tan- tangentially. Yeah,
1: that's why when, a doc- when someone comes to me and says, can I use your products if I'm pregnant or this, or I'm on these medications, I always suggest that they speak to their doctor. I don't play a doctor. I am not a doctor, <laughs> anything like that. But every individual is different. And I don't know what other medications people are on, etc. and so they really have to have that conversation. Because, again, as we're saying, you got to take a look at it at a 360 level.
0: Yeah. And it does help, though, having products that are low-tox into the mix versus some of these products are, like, the stuff with the fragrance and... You've got
1: phthalates. You have these Forever Chemicals, the PFAS. You just have to be more mindful of what you're putting yourself in contact with these days. And I always, I, people always ask me about the term even non-toxic and I'm the first one and chemicals, water is a chemical. So I'd never say chemicals cause everything's a chemical. And then even when it comes to when people talk about toxicity levels, I always say that's a, that's very, that's on a person by person basis. I can eat peanuts, but if you have a peanut allergy, peanuts will be toxic. Mm -hmm. So I never, I don't even use the word non-toxic because again, Mm -hmm. if I have an ingredient like strawberry seed and Mm -hmm. you are allergic to strawberries, that's going to, you're going to have a toxicity issue versus Mm -hmm. somebody who doesn't have that allergy or that sensitivity, et cetera. So it's a, it's not a a black and white conversation or Mm -hmm. topic because it's, it goes to an individual approach. That said you do need to take a look at your ingredients. And I always say you go into a supermarket and you're looking at the labels on the packages for what you're going to make for dinner or serve your children, et cetera. Why Mm -hmm. wouldn't you do the same thing of what you're putting on your skin as we just pointed out your largest organ? Read the ingredients, it's going to tell you the story.
0: Absolutely, and I appreciate what you said about The toxins can be very individualized, and I think everything in health should be looked at from a bio-individualized standpoint. Yes, and that's
1: why it's so important for people to do their own homework, Mm -hmm. and with clean being an unregulated term, it makes it even muddier, and then you have people who, you know, everybody's clean standard is going to be different. And so what's clean for one retailer versus the other is going to be different. What's clean for one brand versus another, and the same thing for the consumer. And so there's no one rule for people to follow, which again makes it very confusing and difficult for people to truly understand is this just language that people are saying to scare others because you do wind up with people who are you know, fear-mongering or are anti-clean it's just Mm -hmm. it's the wild west even to this day
0: do you have any tips for those maybe trying to see through all of this smoke and confusion and greenwashing do you have any advice for those listening i
1: do i do and that is exactly what we're saying read your ingredient list and the back of every product should be something called the inky list, which is the international nomenclature for cosmetic ingredients. And you just need to scan it with your eyes and read the ingredients. And if you don't recognize something, look it up. Because people go, oh my God, simondesis, chinosis, that could be jojoba, could be beeswax. So, you, you know, you can't, I understand that makes it even more difficult, but at mm-hmm. this day and age, everybody is walking around with a handheld computer. That is super powerful that you can easily look it up.
0: If you had any other tips besides reading ingredients, is there an app that you like to use? You got it. One of the apps
1: that I was recently shared with me is something called Yuka, which is a really great app. But I would just warn that all these apps, like the Think Dirties and the Yukas, they have every best of intention. Please know that I am not coming across as saying that they're bad, et cetera. But they're not having the conversations with the re- with the actual brands to know, you know the levels, et cetera. Nor would brands share that because obviously that is their IP. So it's hard to tell. So if someone says, oh, my gosh, it has salicylic acid in it. Well, yes, but it could be derived from wintergreen, for example, that's where our salicylic is derived from. And it could, at the levels that we're using are at the active level, but at nothing where you would need to be over the counter, etc. cetera. So I think that's the hard part. And that's why asking a brand and having the conversation, you know, most brands would be, I know so many founders would be more than happy to have a dialogue to help a consumer feel at ease. Um, about that. I would also say you can look for the third party, different seals that you have. Like we have Cosmos certification, which is a global certification. It is led, um, overseen by leaders in biodiversity and sustainability. And it is basically certified certifying everything from the from the plant, from farm to face. So literally the agricultural practices being used, how something is being harvested, how it's being distilled, how is it being manufactured, how is the manufacturer washing the vats after they manufacture said goop? Then how's it being, you know, housed, meaning what kind of packaging is being used. So that is something that really goes and takes a look at every step of the process. It is an annually audited at every step it is not inexpensive and it's at the product by product level so that's something i'm really proud to have over half of our products certified
0: so i would take a look at those things but obviously Mm -hmm. having a convert absolutely have a conversation with the brand i am so glad that you said that indy because i reach out to brands all the time and i think because I'm curious and because I want to know and because I have these questions and because I am an educator and and need to have the right information to share, I, I think some people struggle with, okay, I'm from Wisconsin. So I'm from an area where people are shy to ask for anything or to send the food back or to whatever. So I know a lot of people that would be afraid or maybe ashamed to email a company and ask. And I always say, hey, if the brand doesn't respond, if the brand has a crappy response, then they're not maybe the brand that you want to be supporting. I'm glad that you as a brand founder say that you welcome it and say that plenty of brands that would work. Yeah,
1: me. absolutely. Listen, I think people are also concerned about litigation. And, oh my God, what are they asking for? And there, yes, there is certain information. We're not going to share everything because we're not going to give our recipes right. up because right. of our IP. But absolutely, I'm happy to have a, get on a Zoom with consumers to talk about things and either say, we can't share this because of that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I want someone to feel confident about their how they're spending their money. They're making a choice. To pick Indie Lee off of a shelf, that means something to me personally. My name is on it, yeah. And I'm absolutely happy to have those conversations. And I'm the first person to say, slide into my personal DMs so we can have a get on an Instagram video call, etc. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah, oh, that means a lot. And I agree with you. And I don't want my audience to be listening and thinking they can, hey, tell me your recipe and Hey, blah, blah, blah. There's a reason why,
1: you know? But, yeah, I choose to believe that the people who contact us have the best of intentions. And so I want to put my best foot out there and meet them so that they can make decisions that are right for them. And even if it's not my brand... That doesn't mean I'm not going to potentially suggest another brand that has something that might be right for them. That's why when people say, who is your competitor? I said, you're looking at her. I am my best competition because I want to continually strive to be better and do better. But in terms of other founders and other brands, the more clean brands that are out there, the more change is going to occur. We will all rise with the tide. So I am absolutely championing every other founder out there or listener who's, I think I want to start a clean line Mm -hmm. go for it. Absolutely. Follow your passion. We need more people out there doing it and fighting the fight.
0: Yes, we do. And it's the collaboration over competition thing, which absolutely. I'm getting that, that good vibe from you. Speaking of other brands, something I'm curious if you're willing to share. Are there any mm-hmm. makeup brands that are similar to Indie Lee's standards? Or do you have any yes. favorites? Feel like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yes. Spill the tea.
1: <laughs> yes. I am a huge fan of Mob, M-O-B.
0: Beauty. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh,
1: so. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Phenomenal. <laughs> the pigments. The, the formulations, uh, I, they're just incredible. So MOB Beauty and their packaging, it's refillable. And in fact, they're working on it. It's, oh, now, nice. it's going to be compostable too. So I think they are a phenomenal makeup brand. And mm. I wear so much of their products. So I really love them. I'm trying to think who else do I love. Ilya is a great brand. So is Kosas are a phenomenal brand. Oh, I love Lawless eyeshadows. They're just some fantastic Gucci Westman from Westman Atelier is another great brand. So there are so many beautiful brands out there that you no longer, you know, I used to say that I'm 80-20 when it comes to beauty, and I'm probably 95-5 because (laughs) these days with just those brands that I spoke about, You don't have to sacrifice efficacy and high pigment for clean beauty.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I wrote all those down and we will include (laughs) links in the show notes because my audience, my followers are always asking me for brand recommendations and makeup is a big one. Makeup is a big part for most people. For myself, makeup was a big part of acne because it's you're trying to cover things up, unfortunately. But with the knowledge of toxins and wanting to keep my skin healthier and happier to prevent acne and Mm -hmm. maybe even heal the acne because there's a lot of makeup products now that actually Ilya has some that actually I think it's they have a serum foundation where it's Mm -hmm. multi-purpose a lot of us are have
1: these products that blur the line between skincare and makeup we just came out with our daily SPF which is what I'm wearing now and the Daily SPF Primer is like a crossover between your skincare and makeup. It is either your last step in skincare or your first step in makeup. And in mm-hmm. terms of foundation, it is my first and last step. <laughs> like, I need to try it. That's it. it. I, oh my gosh. I am not wearing foundation. I am just wearing the Daily
0: SPF. Wow. Oh, um,
1: looks amazing. And, it's, and with the hydro Stick, which is a bit of a highlighter. And that's that's it. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: It looks great. I no, I saw the... SPF and I haven't tried that yet but now that my skin is healed more so than it it was years ago I can wear less makeup so I am finally like able to try products that are have less coverage Mm -hmm. but finding an SPF that kind of blurs the line that would be amazing and it is an SPF
1: 50. Wow. So it's got a little bit of a tint to it. It's great for all skin tones. My daughter is super, super fair versus me having some honey and a little bit of red undertones. And she can use it 100%. Mm -hmm. And you have those who have way a darker complexion, and they're able to use it. I love this product so much. It is so versatile. And... It's interesting to bring out a product that you go, okay, how is it ever going to top so quickly our best sellers, which are our Cleanser, Cleanser, Squalling Facial Oil, and CoQ10. Mm. And this is giving it a run because, and people are just obsessed. I'm so excited by it. I'm so excited by it. this new Hints collection. Mm. It's just doing incredibly well. And it really is. Like, we have the Color Balancer, which helps to neutralize any redness. So it has a little bit of a green okay. tint and you can get it in a jar, which means mm-hmm. it's not just a doe foot where you're putting in Target. You can actually use it to neutralize mm. any redness. And then I put the daily SPF on top of it as my regular SPF and I'm done. And what I love so is that- So simple. You're, yeah, and you're supposed to reapply sunscreen during the day. Uh-huh. Most people don't because they've already put their foundation. So I can reapply it during the day and be fine, which That's is really awesome. exciting.
0: That is so great. And my last little note is that when I first started looking for non-toxic, clean makeup, this was 10-ish years ago. And there were not a lot of options. It was like, I couldn't give up my mascara that was from Walgreens. I couldn't give up my Clinique foundation. I couldn't find products that worked that were also clean and the growth that has happened in the last 10 years is so exciting to me
1: when you go to the foundations in terms of coverage right like you spoke about so important the mascara that work but then when you go to the pigment and the play and the Mm -hmm. self expression and the artistry that is all available to you i love playing with makeup truly love it like you can wear a rock a red lip and it be clean now. Yeah. That used to not even be a possibility. It was like like a pink blur on your face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You couldn't get these rich payoff. And now yeah. technology has changed where you can. And I think that's an actual great point to what has changed over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the industry, the clean and the green cosmetic industry, has changed significantly? The ingredient technology that is there again, goes to show, we're talking about how effective and beautiful and the payloads and payoff of color cosmetic. The same has happened in the skincare industry, meaning the effective, right? How effective and beautiful the textures are. Again, you are absolutely not sacrificing anything in terms of an experience with these Mm -hmm. products. Where I will admit, even when I started, it was like mashed avocados in a jar that had browned over. And now you have these gorgeous, decadent, lush, rich
0: products that are clean, which is pretty Mm -hmm. incredible. It's so exciting. Beyond exciting. I have another question for you, Indy. Are there any other rituals or lifestyle habits that you need to do or that you that are just like non-negotiables for you?
1: Yes, great
0: question. Number one
1: is for me, meditation, that is a non-negotiable for me. A hundred percent. Meditation is a big part of my lifestyle. Also, my water intake has become increasingly more important to me. Mm-hmm. It's something that I would always be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I got older and the more research, that is a huge factor, making sure like I have my Stanley cup that is <laughs> always keep going with water with some lemon and sometimes I'll put some some even some sea salt in there for I making that sure. Too. Yep. So important. And sleep. Sleep is So important to our well-being and I find that not enough people prioritize it and we're in this this hustle culture which I really can't stand Mm. and as a result sleep goes by the wayside because you got to get more done and fit more time in and etc and time is an illusion right so it's a very interesting construct which we could probably have a whole another podcast on yeah sleep is non-negotiable that has to happen
0: yep Do you have a sleep routine or, like, a sleep hygiene routine? Do you use white noise, blackout curtains? I do. I
1: don't use blackout curtains. I actually have my windows, like, my curtains and everything wide open. Yeah, because I love to wake up when the sun sun, rises. Yeah. Right, get that circadian rhythm. So, yeah, I get less sleep during the summer, 100% do, because Mm -hmm. the sun comes up and I'm ready to go but I also am going to bed when it gets dark out, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it has made a significant difference in my life for me, just how I get more sleep in the winter. My body needs it more, I, I get. But I am mm-hmm. big on going outside, also in grounding. But my sleep is, I meditate at night before I go to sleep and then I okay. have a white noise machine. And that's, and you know, every evening I have my routine. I make sure I have my water bottle full right near me, which I, because I just basically pass out, so I don't, (laughs) I always have it. And my white noise machine on, I do my entire skincare routine and really spend time washing my face, double cleansing, massaging in the moisturizers, doing that lymphatic drainage. That's Mm. part of the routine that kind of signals to my body that it's time to start getting ready for bed. So that's what I do.
0: I love it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of those tips and for going into the nitty gritty details of your kind of winding down bedtime routine. I know the audience will appreciate it. I loved listening in there and jealous about the no blind thing because currently I live I'm in an apartment building Mm -hmm. and there's a parking lot down there with the brightest, most aggressive lights ever <laughs> and I can't wait
1: to just move it's very special I'm also I love waking up early in the morning anyway and having the full mm-hmm. full morning to myself um, my husband my, not my husband my son is um, back home from college and with us and so every morning early morning by 6 30 we're having our morning tea or coffee mm-hmm. together and spend that time just having meaningful conversations mm-hmm. and it's such a such a beautiful wake up way to wake up versus me pull and I I admit it I pick up my phone and I start scrolling but now I have this new routine where I wake up and I go and I have these really beautiful conversations with my son about life and it's fantastic so really looking to connect even further with him and for base for him and for me and you know what's to come
0: Thank you, Indy. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Are there any closing resources or anything to share with the audience? You know what? I think the most important
1: thing to really say in closing is this is not a dress rehearsal. Go out and live life on your own terms. I love Love the life that you're living now because it's the one you're going to remember and smile more. You never know how much it's going to change your day and someone else's.
0: I love that and you have the most beautiful smile and this has been amazing thank you thank you so much thank you so much for having me one more thing before you go are you subscribed to lifelong podcast have you left a rating and review are you following along on instagram at lifelong underscore pod and at holistic with heidi If you're not doing so already, consider doing it to support our show and to help spread this message near and far. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week.